0: Dot
1: bubble audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk Your podcast following the adventures of Kane in the CW's hit show Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me as always is the president of the Olysity Fan Club.
0: <laughs> Say hi to Hello, Palmer. And while I am the president of the West Allen fan club, I am the vice president of the Elicity fan club. I like them both. I just like West Allen more.
1: No, no, no. That's not what you said. No, sorry. <laughs> Try and get out of it now.
0: I'm not trying to get out of it. Uh, believe me, you can ask Michelle, because I do like Olicity. It's the one thing we don't agree on.
1: Ah, that's that's sad. <laughs>
0: It's literally the only thing we don't agree on. It's kind of crazy how alike we are, but that's literally the only thing we don't agree on.
1: How you doing?
0: Pretty good.
1: Well, that's good.
0: I'm excited to talk about tonight's episode. I have thoughts.
1: I hope so. Otherwise, it's <laughs> going to be a very short episode.
0: We are not one for the short episodes.
1: No, no, no matter how much I try. And I don't actually try ever, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> you know what? It's fine. it works for us.
1: Yes. All right, before we get into tonight's episode, we have a email.
0: Oh, I love emails.
1: Me too. It is from listener Anna. Hello Anna. Hi. Hi again. So bear with me. I have quite a few things to say about Alice. Alice is way too good of a villain. Her unpredictability terrifies me for Kate in the most recent expendable no-name character's sake. I also love her, though she's so vulnerable at times, and I really want her to become a redeemable character and maybe help out the Bat team. Let's be honest, I'm a sucker for a happy ending. I sympathize with Alice enough that I want Kate to choose her and have that become the tipping point for a major character arc toward good guy team joining. Also, on a separate note, Mary is actually one of the few people who figured out her secret identity for herself in a short amount of time. Most other CW characters had to, had to have had it revealed to them. It even took the sassy genius that is Cat Grant, what, two or three seasons? I'm so excited for this show. It's fabulous pacing and the much appreciated LGBTQ plus representation. The drag queens in Kate's gay bar were fantastic, by the way. <laughs>
0: They were.
1: Lastly, I wanted to thank both of you for reading my previous email on the podcast. I fangirled so hard, it made me so happy to be listening and hear that pop up. Everyone near my desk probably thinks I'm insane, but that's totally fine. I can't wait for the next episode of both the podcast and the show. Also, sorry, this crazy email is so long. That's my ADHD in a nutshell for you.
0: <laughs> Anna is so me. I love it.
1: <laughs> um, she had actually sent a follow up email. Uh, cause she had said uh, she had just gotten the notification for the new episode, but as a PS, she was like, I've taken to Colin, Sophie, Sophie, the wet blanket or wet blanket, Sophie, and even soggy blanket, Sophie.
0: <laughs> I was going to look for a similar nickname for her along those lines until got- this episode, this episode completely changed my perspective for her, for me.
1: Yes. Um, and then we had actually gotten a, a note um, via Twitter, Ooh. that um uh, yes, so apparently there was a very short scene in which you see Nocturner attack Alice from behind. So that explains why Alice is tied up.
0: Okay, I guess we missed that. uh,
1: yeah, I that's what I had said. I'm like, I missed it, and sometimes it's a matter of like I'm writing stuff down. So if the scene's really short, I'll miss it, and that's why yeah. try, that's why I try and watch the stuff like twice just to see if I miss anything. Um, but both times that that kind of got by me.
0: Yeah, that's I was probably tweeting something when that happened.
1: And um, they want me to be they want me to try and be better at calling Kate Batwoman when she's in the mask. Which I'm trying. I it's have it so written hard. on my hand. Actually, what is that on my hand?
0: We are. I, I am also trying to make a conscious effort to be better about that.
1: When I when I'm actually thinking about it, I can do it. It's just if I'm if we're doing stuff at a clip, it tends right. to. Right.
0: If we're in the middle, if we're flowing, it's just it's an afterthought.
1: But I agree because they they mentioned like it would be weird calling uh it would be weird calling Batman Bruce when he's in the cowl, and I I agree. But I think there's I almost feel like there's less there's more of Kate in Batwoman than Bruce in Batman.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's not really that much of a difference really between and,
1: and when Kate I say that Batwoman. Yeah, and when I say that I realize like bruce wayne is supposed to be like his mask and batman is who he is but he he presents himself as bruce wayne as a almost a completely different person at times than how batman acts like bruce wayne's the playboy he's very he's very outgoing and kate is kind of kate kate
0: Kate hasn't perfected her non-batwoman persona yet she is who she is whether she's wearing the suit or not
1: yeah but i am definitely going to try and make more of a conscious effort going forward me too so with that we'll dive into episode 14 from uh grinning from ear to ear
0: which takes on a whole new creepy connotation when you actually watch the episode
1: Yes. So we start off the episode with a flashback of the of a uh, blonde teenager. Uh, I believe it was 2011. It was. was, Yeah, it was what the title card said. She's looking at herself in the bathroom mirror. Her woman off screen is telling her to hurry up. We assume it's her mother. She is going through her makeup ritual where she's kind of. Where she's kind of like n- almost narrating like a how to
0: makeup. Yeah, it was. I almost thought she was listening to something, like one of those like, how to YouTube videos or something. Yeah. Until like her, like until it got to the point where her face changed and we se- we see what she saw instead of what actually was there.
1: Yeah. So after she puts on the makeup, like she puts on her base, she she uh, contours it, she puts on lip liner uh we the camera kind of turns to look at the mirror and we see the mirror reflection from her point of view uh which is a very almost disfigured or or um funhouse mirror type of reflection yeah like her her face is very her face is in a frown and very her lips are very stretched out um so she is uh so she is suffering from
0: body dysmorphic disorder
1: dysmorphic disorder right we we looked it up off air we both knew there was a technical term so we decided to figure it out beforehand and for Uh,
0: those that are unaware of what it actually means it just means that, that that she sees a certain part of her body in this case her face as so flawed that she constantly needs to fix it and no amount of plastic surgery will ever be enough
1: Which is why after we see her reflection, she takes a box cutter to her face.
0: Did she take a box cutter or a piece of the broken mirror that she punched?
1: Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. She uses a box cutter the rest of the episode. She breaks the mirror out of anger for her reflection. She picks up a shard of the mirror and starts cutting into her face. And her mother walks in, and that's when we get the scene cut and and we get the title sequence. So that happened it wasn't it wasn't graphic but it was creepy but it was creepy and just enough blood for for seat for a show to be to be graphic ish
0: yeah it i wasn't like part of me was like oh god is she about to cut herself with the mirror but then part of me was like okay she's not gonna but then she did it i was like oh god
1: so, naturally, after, after that scene, we get a very lighthearted scene of Sophie, like, checking herself out in her, in her iPhone camera.
0: Like, Sophie was living her best life today, literally, and it was my favorite thing. You
1: know, S- Sophie's at the, at the uh, local coffee shop getting coffee, runs into Mary... Mary just, like, instantly is like, something's different about you. You're happy. What's going on?
0: Which is, which, she's like, what? I'm not allowed to be happy? And she's like, no, you're not. No, no you're we've not. No, we've, we've never seen you happy. We've known you for
1: 13 episodes, Sophie. You are never happy.
0: We've never seen her happy, except in flashback. But we have not seen her present day happy.
1: Right. Uh, and this scene is kind of intercut with a similar conversation between Luke and Kate.
0: <laughs> I loved this so much. Like, to,
1: and um, like, Mary is trying to get is trying to get the the uh, information from Sophie, like, easily. She was like, you're happy. What's going on? And Luke's just like, did you get laid?
0: <laughs> but that's such a guy thing. Like Okay, wait. No, guys actually don't ask that question. I don't think.
1: Not usually to women, no. Like <laughs> Like I don't even think guys really say that to other guys unless they're out in like a bar or a fraternity.
0: Yeah, but I will say um her answer though was like no. I didn't, but hooray for being able to ask the question.
1: This is true, and and she and they then they both talk about like how it was a kiss, and and Luke was just like, was it really a kiss or was it more? And she's like, you really want me to answer this?
0: <laughs> I loved this whole scene. It was my favorite.
1: <laughs> Kate Kate was having fun with Luke, and Sophie was just being happy, and. Mary's like who is this woman and she's like it's Batwoman and Mary was just like um. hey <laughs> so do you, do you know who she is no good talk Sophie
0: wait but didn't she but didn't my, she said
1: my medical page is going off I have to go to the hospital Mary you don't work in a hospital gotta go <laughs>
0: No, that's not quite what happened. What no. did happen though was was quite funny. She's like, "But didn't you say you knew?" And then yeah,
1: yeah and Sophie's like, "Nope, I was way off." Like how
0: how do you where you like does Batwoman kiss differently? Like, there was the, there was something a couple weeks back that disqualified Kate as Batwoman. They did something I forget what. But they remember, there, w- there was that episode where they had somebody in the Batwoman suit and then Kate showed up. So it kind of solidified in Sophie's mind that Kate wasn't Batwoman.
1: I mean, they're probably, yeah, I believe, um, didn't they have some, they had somebody dress up as Batwoman, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Wasn't,
1: wasn't it the old, like, random person dressing up?
0: Yeah, it was it was something. I forget who, and somebody will email in and tell us, or tweet us and tell us.
1: I I really hope so. But yeah, that's that's kind of what happened. Wasn't no, it wasn't Kara. Was it? It wasn't um Alfred's
0: daughter, oh, was
1: it? it? Was it was yeah, it was Alfred's daughter who showed up as Batwoman because she knows who's Batwoman. Everyone knows who Batwoman is, except apparently Sophie. And uh, real uh, fake Beth, who also was somehow in a in the Batcave still. I don't know. Look, I still have questions about Beth really knowing she was Batwoman before that episode.
0: But what I want, I want to get back to the the current scene we were discussing. And then Mary is like, so you don't know who she is. And then Sophie's like, wait, do you know who she is?
1: no, not at all. Uh gotta go. <laughs> Coronavirus, and gotta that's, go.
0: That's when she ran.
1: Yeah. Uh so she 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 beat feet uh Luke is trying to explain to Kate that you can't have a relationship as Batwoman because that's a bad idea. Like if someone knows if someone knows that you're dating somebody, they could go after that person to get to you.
0: I hated that he wasn't wrong.
1: Rule one: Luke is always wrong, and it's not fun- in
0: my house. Or not in my book.
1: I it's funny that he uh, that he brought this up because right now in comics they're kind of they're kind of. Um, Approaching that subject with superman uh superman re- recently in the comics came out and told the world that he was clark kent and some in when he was about to do it somebody was like well if you do this everyone's gonna find you know everyone's gonna go after your family or or your friends and he's like
0: yeah, and they, they also um, explored that in the 100th episode of Supergirl, too. Did they? Yeah, because it was basically about what, like, if, if Kara had told Lena who she was at right. a different time than when Lena found out, how would things be different? And there was a timeline in which the world knew who she was, and then everybody she knew ended up dying.
1: See, that's interesting, because in the comics, nothing changed. And I and it was weird because I um, the argument is like with Superman, everyone knows he's friends with Jimmy Olsen. Everyone knows Superman's friends with Lois Lane and his friends with the people of the Daily Planet. So if they wanted to, they would go after them already. So the world knowing who he is doesn't really put them in more jeopardy. Um, but in that instance, his uh, the Kents are also dead. And I think that t- that's a big difference because the Kents have never been connected to Superman. So there I believe there's a line. So I believe that Luke is right to a point. Anyone that is, anyone that is known to associate with Batwoman is going
0: to have a target on their back.
1: Regardless, right. So he's right in the sense of if Batwoman's dating somebody, it does theoretically put a target on their back. But, I mean, also, this girl's a trained army vet, um, and she works for the Crows, so...
0: Right, but if anything were to happen to Sophie because of her, Kate and Kate or Batwoman would never be able to forgive herself. It, w- it would be a defining moment for her if Sophie got hurt because of who she was.
1: Uh, very true so after the uh after that kind of for the most part lighthearted scene
0: yeah it got a little bit sobering there at the end but
1: yeah we go over to we go over to uh alice reading her own obituary and not liking the obituary
0: <laughs> only alice would dislike her own obituary
1: Well, I mean, it was like three lines Deranged leader of the Wonderland gang. You know, no family, no friends, no services. And she was like, There's no mention about how I was a prisoner for, you know, all those years. I escaped, enacted my revenge, which is true. And well, it also it, it sh- also leads me to believe that I was right. No one tried to like figure out who she was.
0: Right. Nobody actually knows that she was Beth. Therefore, that all they know about her is what was in the eulogy.
1: Yes. So she was upset. She uh gets the file of the doctor who who uh. She believes Took Mouse, and she is positive that it is her captor because she recognizes that pipe.
0: I, I'm i calling this episode the episode of Lost threads that we're picking back up. And this was the first one that I was so happy we were circling back around because I was kind of mad that we didn't pick up this story last week. So I was so happy that we kind of circled back around to it this week.
1: Mhm, mhm, mhm. Ah, uh, Jacob gets a visit from a lawyer who brings us back to earlier in the season with the executioner episode, talking about how since the executioner thing happened and the the DA's office, the court, the judge, and the police were kind of implicated in. And getting false confessions and false convictions, all of the court cases have been are, are kind of being retried, and the judge that is overseeing them was a crow was a crow client, and the lawyer is hoping that Jacob will get his client's hearing moved up so he can get him out of prison in a not so subtle way, threatening uh, threatening. Uh, jacob with exposing possible corruption in the crows we find out that the person the lawyer's client is the guy who saved jacob while he was in prison a few episodes ago from an attack also this person is the one who supposedly killed
0: lucius fox okay and this was the other lost thread that i was happy we were picking back up because we haven't we haven't touched this story since the Executioner episode, so I wasn't sure we were circling back around to it. I'm glad we are.
1: I like that we're I like that we're circling back around to that thread because you're right. The thread of Lucius Fox's uh, killer was in that episode. I don't really think I like that it was the same guy that saved Jacob Kane. It just feels like a little too. Um, convenient uh,
0: i think i feel like the, i i guess i i didn't connect the two but i feel like they weren't trying to hide that because didn't no, we see they it?
1: we saw the picture in right. that episode yeah in
0: that episode so it you know we we always knew that this was who it was right and i think it makes it interesting that he's now you know, he saved Jacob. Jacob, in a sense, owes this man his life. But he's also the same man that took a life. So it, it's a very interesting layered dynamic, which is something that the show does very well. So I'm not really sure if I agree with the whole convenient thing. Um, I,
1: I, see, I see what you're saying. I just feel like I don't know if I don't know if we needed to complicate it more.
0: Well... I think I would rather have Jacob and the crows looking into this than Luke himself, because yeah. if if Luke himself was looking into this, then he could be distracted and Kate could be, you know,
1: well, injured. I think we're I think we're going to get that.
0: I think we're going to I think it's eventually going to touch on on Luke and, you know, connect to Batwoman and they're all going to kind of work together. But I think for right now, keeping Luke out of this and bringing Jacob into this is actually really smart. And Mm -hmm. this was an easy, easy way, a believable way to do it that didn't, for me, feel outside of the norm because this show does complicated, weird, twisty things all the time.
1: Yeah. This is, this is true. We see Sophie... Looking at herself in the mirror, uh, changing outfits.
0: Yes, because the one thing we forgot to mention in the Sophie-Mary scene is that uh, she she got a text from Batwoman, and they're going to have another date tonight, which is what she's getting ready for.
1: She thinks it's a date, but she gets the text after Luke kind of (laughs) explains it to Kate, like, this isn't the best idea, you have to end it. So Kate's going there to end it. Sophie thinks it's uh it's date night. Although I don't. Yeah, okay, yeah, date night because I she's coming over. She's coming to her house. Sophie's trying to get dolled up.
0: But then she turns the lights out. So I'm not really sure. Like
1: she she just shut off the lights in the bedroom. Is what it was. Okay. Okay. She, I I was like what are you doing? Like she's not really a bat. She can't see in the dark, Sophie.
0: No, I mean I get I get why she did that because she's thinking if we are going to go further than kissing, I can't know who she is, so I'm going to turn all the lights off so I can't see anything. Like just, I got
1: You just keep your masks on.
0: Like so I got what they were trying for there, but the whole like standing in front of the mirror and like trying to look cute thing, I was like that doesn't really make sense but okay
1: no i i did like that because
0: you know you want to make sure
1: you want to make sure you look good
0: oh no i liked it but then when when she turned off the lights to like so that they couldn't see anything i'm like well then why do you care what you look like because you're not really going to be
1: yeah but the only light that went off was the one in the bedroom
0: Okay. Which makes okay, that makes more sense. I thought she turned all the lights off at first, so I'm like, then why were you caring about what you were wearing?
1: They have they have a quick talk on the on the ledge, on her patio ledge.
0: Oh my god, uh, this scene was so sexy. <laughs> like, oh my god. That woman's like so-
1: you know, we we can't see each other anymore because it could be a danger to you. And she's like, I'm a crow. And I was trained in the military. Like, I'm fine. And she's like, so what does she say? Like, she says something like.
0: she si- She's like, well, she says something. And Kate's like, like have, a Batwoman's like, we need to end it. And then. Right. And
1: then Sophie's just like. So I, I, we give Sophie so much crap on the show.
0: We do. And but my God, I loved for, her tonight. For good
1: reason. You know, whether whether she has you know, she has good reasons for thinking what she does and doing what she does, but we've given her crap for making dumb decisions. Her like stepping forward and seducing that woman like so that end was, it.
0: So end it and I was like oh my god, this is this like, it was just so sexy and it's the most, I mean, they've had chemistry but this is literally the most chemistry I've seen in in that moment. Because Sophie's
1: actually doing stuff, like she's acknowledging her emotions.
0: Right, like it's just, she's embracing who she is and just not caring and it's everything that which is, right, because of Batwoman, which is everything I've ever wanted for Sophie. Like, I understand, believe me, after seeing her mom, which we'll discuss in a second, I totally get why she was the way she was before now. But seeing her embracing who she is and just living in that truth was so nice to see.
1: Yeah. So they start kissing. They're starting to get into it. And we hear... We hear something going on from the front of the apartment. Batwoman goes to check it out, and Sophie's like, "No, no, I'll, I'll deal with it." Because of course Sophie has a gun in a random, in a every, random drawer. Every, like
0: every cop on every TV show has a gun stored away somewhere. It's a thing we just accept it and move on.
1: Right. But it's like in most of the time it's in places that I'm like, OK, that makes sense. Like this just made me think of like Sophie has 14 guns around the house,
0: which could also be true because, you it know,
1: is, it very well could be. Um, so we hear we hear a commotion going on. I honestly thought it was going to be Mr. Sophie.
0: I thought it was going to be Jacob.
1: Oh, uh, we do uh, try. We do find out. Uh, Sophie is suspended from yes. the crows.
0: We found that out in the Sophie Mary scene. I don't know if we discussed it.
1: We did, not. We did- uh, And that's one of the things, like Mary's like, no, you're not allowed to be happy. You're Sophie, and you just got suspended from the crows. So I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be Mister Sophie. You thought it was gonna be Jacob. Turns out it's Sophie's mom who's like, I'm coming to visit. And. She sees, and, and apparently they, next time I'll call.
0: <laughs> she's like, I was trying to surprise you, but uh, next time I'll call first. Uh,
1: yeah, no, that's a bad timing, mom. And
0: like, apparently,
1: Sophie, Sophie turns to the to the ledge, and Batwoman's already gone. Like yeah. Batwoman said the word mom, and she's like, nope, she's not ready for this conversation. We've been yep, here for.
0: Yep, and I'm not doing it again.
1: And that's where uh, we see – we have a scene of the girl from the beginning of the episode whose name is um, Duella.
0: Okay, uh, Yeah, I didn't even catch her name.
1: It is, it is Duella Dent, um, who is a character from the comics um, called – her villain name is Joker's Daughter. She kind of suffers from the same issue in the comics especially in the New 52 version and there was a period of time where Joker had cut off his face and the GCPD kind of kept his face in a like a almost like a trophy case Ew. and she, she stole the face and was using it as her face so she would call herself Joker's daughter. Um, she is, she's pretty good as far as, uh, villains go because she's interesting.
0: Oh yeah, I loved, I loved it and I loved how they tied it into the bigger story, kind of. And like the way it interconnected was great.
1: Yeah. So she is chasing down her victim who is at a, uh, fashion shoot. She's a model. She's at a fashion shoot. That's all we really. when she catches up to her, she has she you know we see her with a box knife, so we assume she's gonna cut something on her. It cuts away before we know what, and we go to Kate. Uh, well, we have Rachel Maddow talking about it over the over the Gotham skyline like we normally do. As we zoom in, we get Kate looking at the victim's, like, Instagram page. And naturally, Luke comes in, and the first thing he's like is, so how did it go with Sophie? <laughs> and she's like, um, you know, it, well, it, it, well, it's a long story. And then her mom showed up, and like Luke's like, so you didn't do anything, did you? She's like, we actually have this case that we need to talk about. I'm Kate and I'm all business.
0: Yeah. She's like, we're not doing this right now.
1: Yep. So this is the second person, I believe they say, that has gotten this treatment. And basically they've had plastic surgery done is one of the connections between the two. They're social media influencers and... I mean, that's roughly about it. So naturally... Did
0: we know at this point whether or not the patients were were seen by the same doctor? No.
1: No, I don't... We No, we don't. Okay. Kate goes to see Mary in her legal underground clinic. And... She... And... She's talking about who, like, who this person was. <clears throat> Mary's talking about who this person was and uh, how it's kind of spooked a bunch of uh, famous, uh, Instagram famous people. and
0: Influencers, Kate, I think is the term you're looking for.
1: Kate is a little concerned because Mary's supposedly one. And Mary's like, nope, uh, I kind of lost all my followers when they thought my stepdad killed my mom.
0: Yeah, so that's the one good thing that came out of that influencer Mary is dead because I did not like influencer Mary.
1: I don't know. We still had her last episode.
0: We kind of did for a split second, but I, I think going forward, she's no longer going to be influencer Mary, and I'm like okay with that because I never need to see that again.
1: Yeah. So she's talking to she's talking to Mary about this girl, and she's like, and. Mary kind of like spills the beans on her like well she's she's had plastic surgery done the other girl had plastic surgery done she actually took this person's nose and it was a whole thing that my eyes kind of glazed over because I like I did too yeah which isn't like because I felt like they were getting a little too technical no they were just talking about like inst like instagram influencers and i'm like oh god i
0: yeah it's like and uh, i like hate all of that culture no I... offense Jen, if any of our listeners are influencers but uh i just don't subscribe to that culture so it's like anytime they get too far in the weeds in that i'm like okay Yeesh.
1: yeah uh and then mary's like well so they figure out that like the link between them is the doctor uh, the plastic surgeon that they both, that all these people have went to, because Mary's like, there's only one in Gotham that's worth going to. <clears throat> and it's the same guy that Alice knows is her captor. Yes. I believe it's Dr. Ethan Campbell or something.
0: Something. I just look at him and go Sebastian Roche. So his character I, name...
1: yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. And Mary's Mary's kind of figuring out like this is a Batwoman job, and she's like, and because she starts she starts like quizzing Kate. She was like, "So why are you asking about these people?" She's and Kate's trying- like, "Kate's like it's for a retail property." No,
0: and, and she she's trying to give. <laughs> like Kate subtle hints that she knows yep. to like be like okay I know but you have to tell me so that we can openly discuss this like I, come on
1: no if you need more help I could help you I could go with you I could you know get clues for you and Kate's just like nope I'm good thank you I'm gonna go buy that retail property now
0: I just Kate has to get better at her lying I love Kate everybody I has love to get Kate.
1: better at their lying
0: no, but Kate's really, really bad to... at it. Like, Kate's really bad.
1: <laughs> the writers of this show need to get better when they're lying.
0: But I like to think that Kate is, like, new to this whole, like, superhero thing. Like, she's getting the hang of it. But, I th- so, I th- there the... are certain parts of it that are a little bit harder for her to...
1: Right, and, and Kate... You know, from everything that we can see, she's never been secretive about anything.
0: Right. That was the other thing I was just about to say. She's such like, an honest never... person, and right. she lives in her truth so blatantly that right. I think lying for her just in general is hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, we go over to Sophie's apartment, and she's having a talk with her mom. Her mom didn't realize that that her and Mr. Sophie – we're separated.
0: Whose name I think is Tyler, just so They weird. say his
1: name, and I refuse to ever utter it.
0: <laughs> That's okay. That's why I'm here.
1: One, it's also the same first name of one of the worst Superman ever.
0: Excuse you?
1: She looks apart. part. He just can't act. I'm sorry. Excuse like, you? <laughs> I'm willing to hear any defense of his Superman when it comes to looks and muscles. But not acting.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I have been a Tyler Hecklin fan for years, going all the way back to his seventh heaven days. I will not hear any negative about his acting. Thank you very much. Moving on.
1: Also, Tyler, if you're listening, trim the eyebrows, dude.
0: (laughs) Come on.
1: Like, Superman has narrower eyebrows. Just please.
0: That's really what you're going to... That's yeah. the hell you're gonna die on. Okay, sure. The
1: only thing I can—that's the only thing I can complain about his overall look of Superman are the eyebrows. Other than that, he looks like a Superman. I'm not—I'm not gonna ever deny that. So, she finds out that Sophie and Mister Sophie are no longer together, in which she's like, you know, she's like, I am gonna call him and tell him he's making the dumbest mistake of his life. And Sophie's like, um, it's been it was my choice. I fell out of love with him. And we find out that the reason Sophie's mom showed up was because Jacob called her and was like, Hey, I just suspended your daughter from the crows because Yeah, your daughter, why would
0: he call her?
1: Because your daughter's a sixteen year old. I don't know. Like
0: unless he was worried about her because of her association with Batwoman, so he decided to get Mama on the case to set her straight get the expression.
1: Jacob knows that she's, that that she has had relationships with women. So maybe Jacob feels that this is what's going on with Sophie.
0: Do you think maybe he wanted to kind of give her the push out of the closet that she needed? And throwing Mama on her doorstep was kind of a way for her to like, and it kind of worked because.
1: Spoilers.
0: Well, I mean, We'll get there. But I wonder what his motivation was. Was he trying to snap her out of hanging with that woman or was he trying to give her the freedom to live in her truth?
1: It's weird because beforehand, he was before back at the academy, he was pretty much trying to tell her, like, like, keep yourself in the closet.
0: Right, but I also think he can kind of see firsthand what Ruth has done, especially since they work so closely. So maybe he I, changed his mind.
1: Uh, to be fair, I honestly think, and this has nothing to this is nothing against Sophie's um, accomplishments and talents. I honestly think because of what he because of what he does at the Academy and what he tells her and the advice that she kind of takes away from it. I believe like that's one of the reasons.
0: Yeah. uh, No, I agree with you.
1: He gets her into the crows. Maybe he does feel some sort of
0: responsibility because he's basically, he basically put, the entire weight of the world on her shoulders. So if she's going to sacrifice her happiness for her future, he's going to make sure it's a future worth having.
1: Right. So you're right. It could have been, it could be that he's sending mama over there. So hoping that this will give Sophie the kind of confidence she needs to Mm -hmm. finally be real with her parents. Or it could be like, or it could be just another way of, of getting, In between Sophie and what he believes a life that might be bad for her.
0: Yeah. So I don't really know what his motivations were. And I guess we'll kind of, I guess we'll see kind of.
1: Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting because.
0: It's one of my favorite things about this show is that there are so many different motivations behind any given characters, any given action. Yeah. And any or either one of them would be like either scenario we come up with would be completely believable. They could go down either road and it would be fine. And not a lot of shows can do that.
1: Right. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of layers like an onion.
0: I love it so much. It's I, I will I think I can venture a guess to say that this is probably one of the more complex shows within the Arrowverse like all the other shows are kind of very like simplistic villain of the week we can't tell anybody blah, blah you know but there's a lot of complicated twists with woman that we don't have on any of the other shows and I appreciate that
1: yeah no I I do too so that I mean that kind of takes care of well it doesn't take care of the scene because uh her and her mother c- continue talking, and she's like, well, why did you get suspended from the Crows? And she said it's because of Batwoman. And Sophie is t- kind of telling her mom, you know, I, I look up to Batwoman. I think she's good. The Crows don't think that, and neither does Sophie's mother. <clears throat> and Sophie can't really understand that because Sophie's mom had the hots for Batman and was on Batman's side.
0: And then her mom basically said, well, Batman stood up for values I believed in, and Batwoman doesn't. Which, to me, I took... And as, Sophie. And cause Sophie.
1: Because Sophie, Sophie kind of blatantly, like, like stands surfoiled. out because she's gay. Like yeah. she, Sophie blatantly says it. She was like, is it because she's gay?
0: Okay. Did she answer? I believe, did she answer?
1: No. She did not.
0: She did. Okay, because I thought she did, he, but... N-
1: no i think right after no she just kind of gives her a look like "Ooh, child i'm gonna smack you and
0: you know what this having sophie's mother here gave me so much perspective on everything we've seen from sophie up to now like i almost feel bad for giving her as much crap as we did
1: yeah and we've we've kind of said like we've we have kind of Made the case like, you know, Sophie's upbringing is also taken into account. But, you know.
0: But we were just guessing at that point because I don't think we really knew that much about her upbringing. Like, we kind of guessed it based on how she was reacting to things. But meeting her mother, it makes total sense why she closeted herself for all those years.
1: Right. So we move over to a scene of Batwoman kind of fixing her, her hair and mask in the in the reflection of a car window as she's waiting for Sophie. I do like it was kind of like the reverse of Sophie.
0: I know. It was so cute.
1: Sophie comes walking in and she's like, hey, sorry about my mom. <laughs> she's like, she just kind of showed up.
0: I had no idea.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and Batwoman's like, um, we we have other stuff that we have to worry about, honey. Yeah. Like, w- no. So she's like, hey, I found out. Uh, Batwoman's like, I think the, I think the two victims are linked by. Uh, Ethan Campbell, the
0: plastic surgeon.
1: Plastic surgeon, thank you. Um, and Sophie's like, oh, I know who that is. His affidavit got my boss off of the murder charges that we never saw.
0: Yeah, we're, I'm still bitter about that.
1: Yeah. And Batwoman's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. And she's like, well, I can't really help you. You know, I got suspended from the crows. I have no authority. And she's like, just. Does he, Does know, he that? know that?
0: I love that.
1: So Sophie just shows up and is like, "Hey, you know, you know that two of your patients uh were attacked. So give give me the rest of your patients because one of them could get attacked next. And I, so and he was actually going through the the list of names supposedly. Yeah. So they have a, they have a short little talk and trying to figure out who the next person could be. And one of the other things that... One of the other pieces that is the same in both of the victims, aside from the plastic surgery, is they were... Some part of their body was also, like, a copycat of another person.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: And there's only... And she was like, do you have anybody that wasn't like that that you that you helped. And he talks about this one girl eight years ago that cut her own face, gives her, gives her the name that we, that we assume off camera because we just get the next scene of Batwoman going through the girls, going through the girls room while talking to Luke. And she's like, Oh, and Luke's wondering how she got the name. She's like, I have sources." sources. Yep. And he was like, was this the, Tall, dark and girlfriend variety?
0: Tall, dark and girlfriend material type sources?
1: Yep. So as she's going through the as she's going through the um room, they find a she finds like a yearbook picture of a circled person who they assume is the next target. Okay. Luke Tells her, you know, oh, we can check, you know, we can do the, we can use the cowl upgrade. Hit the red button on your, on your right gauntlet, which releases a battering. Good job, Luke.
0: No, he goes, okay, no, the other one. Yeah, it,
1: it, yeah, mirrors, Luke, mirrors. And he upgraded her cowl so it has a camera to which she quickly made him, you know, promise to never use it without her permission.
0: Uh, yeah, for obvious reasons.
1: But he wasn't able to, like, he wasn't able to make the camera go off on his own. Like, she had to click it. So, she's still in control.
0: Uh, maybe there is a remote access option, and he just wanted her I to mean, be there, able...
1: There probably is, but...
0: And he just wanted her to be able be the one to activate it the first time it was used, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah. So, the, the picture comes up with nothing on their bat on their bat databases. Batwoman continues to look through the house and she comes across a woman tied up with her mouth cut and bleeding all over the place.
0: Yeah, that was kind of gross.
1: Yeah, um, Duella tries to attack Batwoman from behind. She quickly throws her down. She pops up. She holds a box cutter to her mom's throat. We get the typical, like, don't come any closer, or I'm going to kill her. No, you don't want to kill her. Yes, I do. No, you don't. She slices her throat and Am sprays. Okay. Yeah. So these are all things that happen.
0: Yes, they are. Did we skip something, or are we getting to it now?
1: Depends. What do you think we skipped?
0: The thing with mouse and. Um,
1: nope, hasn't happened yet.
0: Hasn't happened yet. Okay.
1: No, the next scene is Al is Alice talking to. Oh, uh, I think we. I think the only thing we might have missed was them kidnapping a psychiatrist.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Okay.
1: So the I next. I was scene, wondering.
0: I was wondering who that. I knew it was a doctor. I just didn't catch what kind of doctor it was.
1: Yeah. So we might not have actually seen them kidnap him, but right now Alice is talking to a kidnapped psychiatrist. Uh, someone that the Wonderland gang did kidnap and she starts talking to him about all of her prior problems. His name is Dr. Malone and he is kindly diagnosing her. And you know, it was like, Well, you know, you you had you have physical and mental damage and they talk about closure they essentially just have a psychiatry session
0: yeah and, and I don't and think Alice appreciated the diagnoses at all
1: she did like he gives her a good diagnosis and she's fine um, she's just sad that they can't have a weekly session because she's supposed to be dead so well off of his head even though he uh, even though he tries to tell her like I'm not going to tell anybody nope doesn't matter you're dead he goes off camera. Bye bye. <clears throat> but it's uh, it's another scene of Alice kind of just being Alice. Yep. And. Every time she's like every time she's just has the scene to be able to do whatever she wants. It's always fun.
0: Yeah. Whenever she gives into her more darker impulses and just lets her Alice flag fly free. I'm all about it. Like it's kind of perfect.
1: Yeah. As she's busy killing a psychiatrist, we go over to Mouse in the August. August was his name. That's what it was. I was trying yes. to think real name. So we go over to Mouse in August in a basement, kind of looks like the house basement um where they lived before.
0: That's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, they never really they don't tell you where it is, but it's pretty much a given. Uh prior to the end of Alice's therapy session scene, uh someone gives her a picture of of uh Delua Dent and for some reason they believe she's the one committing these i forget how they actually oh because he's the same doctor right right they stole the doctor's files
0: they stole the doctor's files and he and she came up and i and it 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 makes sense and circles back around by the end because she needed a way in to right the doctor's office so i think yeah. she was oh. i think she was she i think she was basically looking for a face to steal
1: yeah so um essentially because i don't remember if they said this in the scene where sophie's talking to her or a little bit later on basically duella's uh backstory is as we know she has that that um psycho- that di- psychological disorder
0: body dysmorphic disorder
1: yeah um she was brought in as a patient to him for um, for uh, for plastic surgery but she didn't want it like she was given the plastic surgery against her will now I would assume that means she was under the age of 18 so her parents were like yeah we she
0: want- was 16
1: yeah we want her to have the plastic surgery so that's why the that's why essentially everyone is pretty sure it's her mouse and august are talking and he's like alice is gonna save me and he's like nope i killed her she's dead and he shows mouse the he shows mouse the obituary
0: and this answers the question we had of whether he knew he was killing alice or he knew he was killing other beth
1: right Although he could still be lying to Mouse, but...
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure, so. but based on what happens later, I'm going to go with door number one. Because I even tweeted, I don't know if you saw, but I when, I was, when I was tweeting, I asked, I was like, I was like, is he lying to Mouse, or does he actually believe that he killed her? Right. And I couldn't decide.
1: So he still, he believes that Alice turned Mouse against him by lying and kind of... And kind of uh, manipulating him emotionally. So he's like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to try and get you back. He turns on some sort of gas and puts a mask on to mouse. We don't I exactly think know.
0: It's, we don't know what it is yet, but we do find out by the end.
1: Yeah. Jacob is talking to one of his underlings and he has the picture of uh, the killer of Lucius Fox in front of him. And he's talking to, I'm assuming, the person that was heading that case and was asking him about it. And, and
0: he got very defensive.
1: Right. He, You know, because the lawyer kind of threatened, like, that there was some sort of corruption inside the crows. So Jacob's trying to find out if there was anything on this case before he before he tries to help this guy get off the hook. Right. And so he's talking to the guy. He's like, you know. This is the guy that supposedly killed... This is the guy that supposedly killed Lucius Fox. And he's like, yeah, well, we have a confession. And Jacob reminds him, like, well, we have 21 other coerced confessions from the same DA and the police. So, like, I don't necessarily believe that. Apparently, the security footage uh, from the convenience store...
0: Has gone missing?
1: No. It's missing... It's missing the time of the murder.
0: Oh, I OK. So I just thought the entire security footage as a no. whole had yeah. gone missing, but they, they have the have, footage. They're just they missing before
1: and after
0: But they're missing the actual time of the murder, which means right. somebody had to have deleted it.
1: Right. And it's not like it went missing as much as like when the murder happened, this footage was not there
0: so it so the footage was never there and they just was
1: in the possession correct
0: okay so it wasn't like somebody altered the footage to get rid of that right after the murder
1: right no one they didn't like pin it on this guy and then they kind of deleted footage to to kind of cover up their trails supposedly the footage was never there to begin with
0: Okay, that makes more sense. I thought the whole security... I thought the whole security footage just went missing.
1: Uh, Batwoman is now talking to Mary about this case of a plastic surgeon, which is really weird that now Batwoman's inquiring about plastic surgery.
0: Yeah, Kate's got to be careful, like, to not go to the same... Like, I get it. It's very... It's medical, so she had to. But, like... Y- I would not ask her a question as Kate and then turn around hours later or a day later, not really sure timeline-wise where we are, and ask her the same question again as Batwoman?
1: Yeah, no, that, uh, nope. That just
0: seems kind of stupid.
1: (laughs) And Mary's like, oh, Everyone, you know, everyone keeps asking me for my opinion and Batwoman's like, Why do you think that is? She was like, Because I'm smart and observant. <laughs> Two traits that people often forget. And Batwoman's just like, Yeah, can you can you tell me if you recognize this person?
0: <laughs> Mary was I, my favorite this entire episode. I well, she's my favorite always, but this episode in particular, I was like, she was being very subtle. But also not, but not to the point where it's, like, flashing neon sign quite yet.
1: Right. So she shows her the picture. She's like, D- have you seen this person? She's like, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so. And she's like, no, that her name is, like, some stupid, like, Dunkelman, for the last name. And it's not Myrtle. It's, like, Murdia or something.
0: Myrta, something, yeah. something weird.
1: And... And Mary's like, well, she must have changed your name, and I don't blame her. <laughs> she's also like, but that's who she is, although that's not her nose or her chin.
0: I loved that. <laughs> and was this the scene where she's like, that's probably why she didn't pop on your bat cam, because yeah. her face yeah. changed?
1: Yeah. So she's like, it's this person. She runs around Gotham in a hot pink cosmetics truck.
0: Yeah, which she get, she gave it some other kind of name that I can't that I thought was really cute in the moment, and now I kind of can't remember what it is. Like what uh, she called it, like.
1: It's the name of her cosmetic company.
0: Yeah, it was like Makeover Mobile or something, something yeah. alliter- alliterative like that.
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. Veronica May Cosmetics, Mobile Makeup Mobile uh, Mobile Makeup Kit or something.
0: Mobile Makeup, yeah, that's kind, that's the alliteration there i was thinking of
1: luke tracks down the tracks down the truck batwoman is at the truck and the person well the driver is dead i believe it's the same woman they were looking for yeah she's dead Dead, i'm I'm
0: just i'm just going to like just pause for one second and backtrack a minute like there was a really kind of cool tech moment where like they were looking for the signal and then I, i I kind of lost it a bit, like, why the signal would have been pink, but then, like, they had all the signals of all the cars and stuff, and then he, like, put a color filter on the
1: yeah
0: on the signal so that they could drown out all the other ones and just leave the pink ones. I thought that was kind of a really cool geek moment that I just had to point out because I love those kind of things.
1: Yes. Sophie shows up in the pouring rain. She's like, hey, honey, it's me, Sophie. Like, I'm yes. here.
0: Sophie is like becoming Batwoman's shadow now. Like I love that she's so like in her truth and like happy and like living in you know living her best life. Right. But I feel like tailing Batwoman everywhere is not the best thing well, she to was, be doing.
1: She was looking for something for her, so she was coming to tell her, and she's like, "Hey, by the way, I heard the crows on the radio." You know, they're on their way here. You need to get out of here. The crows show up. Sophie's like, it's this person named du- uh, Duella. And Batwoman's like, yes, I know that. Where were you ten minutes ago? Crows are coming. We got to get out of here. Kate grabs her. Hops. They both hop on her motorcycle. They go riding off, kind of, kind of turning Sophie on. Like Sophie's on the back of the bike.
0: Oh yes, there, there's, de- there was definitely a moment.
1: Yeah. They narrowly escape the crows. Mary comes back to her. Mary comes back to her uh, facility with her dinner, which is pizza, and finds Alice rifling through her medication.
0: Oh, I loved this scene.
1: And she's like, um. Like and like, Mary's like, why, why are you here? I thought I made it clear that I didn't, you know, I didn't like you when I left you to die.
0: <laughs>
1: and Alice,
0: Alice, Alice talks
1: was like, about. Well, go ahead.
0: Alice was like, so I guess they did I guess nobody told you that I'm the reason you're still alive.
1: Right. So Alice tells her that she literally pumped her own blood into Mary. And Mary's just like,
0: I need a bleach I need transfusion. transfusion. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite line of the episode. Like, she looked physically ill.
1: She really did. It was great.
0: <laughs> it really was.
1: And, like, Alice is just, like, waving at her, very, like, very Alice-like. Um. So, and, like, she's like, why are you, like, I you're stealing medical supplies she was like uh you you're not one top. like this entire stuff is stolen remember (laughs) alice just kind of hits and runs she's like all right i have what i needed and i told you that i saved your life i'm out of here i've done i've done all the damage i can do
0: exactly and mary's just kind of standing there like okay
1: yeah and mary's like well why did why would you save me And Alice is like, well, uh, it had more to do with Batwoman and less to do with you. And Mary kind of asked Alice point blank, do you know who Batwoman is?
0: And
1: Alice Uh, naturally.
0: Did she say yes and then flipped it to ask Mary if she did or did she deny it and say, do you know? I forget.
1: She's like Batwoman? Of course I do do you know? And she was like, you don't. That's sad. (laughs) She's like, guess you two really aren't pals after all. And then leaves.
0: Just gotta twist the knife that one last time.
1: Yep. Uh, We're back to the chemical plant where the cosmetics uh, from that truck are being made. And we have the person who owns the cosmetic company kind of kind of hanging over a vat of acid kind of like the joker
0: is that what that was i mean
1: it's around
0: it's
1: it's a vat of like how they make cosmetics which i just naturally assume is acid it
0: looked i mean it looked so thick that i didn't think acid it looked kind of like mud but i knew it wasn't mud because i knew it was going to be like something worse but we'll just go with acid
1: I mean, all I'm saying is, if she falls into that, it's not going to be good.
0: No. Falling into that equals death.
1: Yeah. Um. So she kind of... So, Delula, who is... Uh, they mention it kind of as a throwaway line in this. Uh, Delula Dent is the niece of Harvey Dent, also known as Two-Face. Um, Duella is... Pretty much giving her her villain monologue as to why she's doing what she's doing. Um, So the you know it's kind of a comment on the nature of the cosmetics industry and unrealistic beauty expectations in magazines and media, making making average women feel like they're ugly and that they need you know they need the stuff to be beautiful or they need plastic surgery to be beautiful. And she blames, she also blames her her mom for thinking she needed plastic surgery to be beautiful. I mean, that's pretty much her whole, it's her whole, whole like, standard villain monologue before Batwoman yeah. shows up. Batwoman shows up, makes quick work of her, saves, you know, saves... The, uh, saves the victim Sophie kind of ties up Duella. I really have a hard time saying that name
0: I hate that name I hate that name so much
1: it just reminds me so much of Cruella
0: yeah I, I'm right there with you
1: so they saved the day not really like it's just a quick like one two punch and, and she's down like there's no real fight we come back from commercial and sophie's like all right veronica's all set you know duella's tied up should i go share an uber with veronica or are you gonna or are you gonna uh bring me home and they kind of have the heart to heart that they didn't get on the on the patio where Uh, Batwoman asks her, like, how do you see this playing out? Are we going to go to a dinner and a movie? Am I going to take you back to my cave? She's you know live in a
0: cave.
1: (laughs) Live in a cave. Like, like, Sophie, she's breaking up with you. Like, this is not the time for jokes. (laughs) And then... And she's like... And so she's like, so you really haven't thought about it. If I tell you who I am right now, would you want to know...
0: She said if you want to know, I'll tell you
1: and then I'll become the She says if I tell you I'll it'll no longer be a secret. And she's like, I become an actual person, a woman with all the complications that they have in a real relationship and she's like, Or do you just like me because you can keep me a secret? And I I didn't think of this until until batwoman mentions it like this is like her There's, wanting to date batwoman is like the perfect metaphor for how sophie
0: was has living handled, in her life up
1: up to her in real life
0: because like, yeah i and it wow and it's amazing how one con like the entire context of this of the conversation changes just off that word change because i thought she was saying look if you want to know i'll tell you but then i become real so but the way you just said it now has a completely different connotation to it like telling you makes me real which then makes this not something you would want anymore
1: right like because then you can't you
0: know because then you can't hide the truth of who you are
1: Right, but if you're dating me, we can't be seen out, so I can still, you know, we can still be a secret.
0: Now, see, she was a pro. like, Batwoman said this with the knowledge that she has as Kate. That's where all that was coming from.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Why wouldn't Sophie question why she would think sophie would want her to be a dirty little secret
1: i mean she's the world's greatest detective and i can say that cuz batman's not around
0: no but but you know you know what i'm saying though like i batwoman I, batwoman shouldn't have that information and the only reason she does is because batwoman is kate but sophie
1: yes believe. i so I I get that but she never really says anything that would lead it to believe like she's getting this she's getting this from a past experience. It's just kind of like I know what you're I know what you're going through or she almost it almost could be played off that like before Batwoman made the choice to go public with her sexuality that maybe Batwoman also went through something. Like Okay. Like she and where she doesn't know Batwoman's Kate, she doesn't know that she's always kind of lived out and proud. So like the Sophie, there you know okay. there are other no, people I there that are, that are more that are like Sophie that haven't had is the easiest time with their sexuality that maybe Kate had.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: And Sophie, realizing that it's true, she's like, "You know you're right, and that's not fair. As, as long as I'm dating somebody who wears a mask, I'll always be wearing a mask of my own, which is kind of she's like, you know I need to take care of some things. it's, it's very it's a very relative rela, relativatory relevant no um, oh like a reveal yeah it, it, it's a really good introspection on sophie's part yeah seeing what she was talking about and realizing that it is kind of
0: yeah it kind of gave her a moment of self-reflection right
1: and sophie you know is starting to cry as the gcpd's coming in to take the lula away or someone's coming in kate's like i'm gonna go call oh, that woman, is going to go call the GCPD, tell them where to pick her up. But before the GCPD gets there, Alice shows up. And Alice is like, uh, we were victimized by the same person.
0: And I want revenge. But and I'm going
1: to for- get revenge for both of us, but I need something from you. And she... We don't know what it is.
0: I... And- Yeah, We'll get there in a second, but I was not expecting that to be what she took.
1: So uh, Jacob is walking through the halls uh, of Crow headquarters, and we get to the same person who is in charge of the Lucius Fox murder case. And uh, Jacob has a file folder in his hand. He hands it to him, and apparently it's bank statements. And the statement reads that the crows gave the convenience store 50 grand, and it's the same uh, gave the same convenience store that Lucius Fox was murdered in 50 grand. And he asked the guy, you know, what's this, you know, what's this about? And the guy says, well, you know, we paid for we paid restitution for for messing up the place when we caught the guy. Uh, and Jacob asks, like, you sure this isn't? A payoff for the missing footage.
0: Yeah, because, and now that I think about it, $50,000. Do you really think they did $50,000 in the take? Like,
1: I mean, if this is a government convenience store, probably. You think? I I think, as far as, like, if this was a government run convenience store, like, a bag of chips is, like, gotta be $30 or $40. But you're right. I don't think they could have done fifty grand worth of damage to a normal convenience store.
0: Right. Like if this was a random 7-Eleven, I don't see them doing fifty thousand dollars worth of damage.
1: Right. Like for one, if they bust, like if they bust open like a Coke cooler, that's that the convenience store don't own those coolers. They get them off of Coke for free. So if anything, they would have to pay Coca-Cola. But I, I You're right. I find it very hard that you could do $50,000 worth of damage.
0: And I un- wonder how many other restitution uh, payments.
1: Unless like it's an insurance, $50,000, like the quote-unquote, like, well, this was already broken, but we'll say it got broken during this. Like the, I mean, the convenience store owner could have been shady and just piled on stuff.
0: I mean, maybe, but I also feel like there might be more similar payments under the guise of restitution that might not actually be restitution. It could be what Jacob originally thought it was.
1: Right, which is which is a thread that we're gonna we're gonna have to see play out
0: through the back half of the season, which I'm excited for. Yes,
1: we have we have um, Duella showing up at. The at uh, August's office. Mm, and wait, did,
0: didn't didn't the GCPD scene come first? The police coming in, and we nope. see uh, that wasn't first. Nope.
1: Nope. We see we see her in the door of the office, and they start to talk, and then after about a minute or so, less, less than a minute of them talking, we see the GCPD, we get intercut a scene of the GCPD going through the, going through the, um, the uh, cosmetic factory, and coming up to Delula, Duella, who, when she faces to the light, has her face cut off.
0: Which I... When I tell you I screamed at the television, I was floored because I did not expect Beth to steal her face.
1: Right, because you don't see like Beth doesn't have like a box cutter in her hand, or like we don't see the box cutter initially, so you don't. Was, so you don't know. I, was, I will say for one, um, it was good. It was a good effects job. Whether it was makeup or whatever, I thought it was done really well. It wasn't done. It wasn't done like horror movie. It wasn't done gross.
0: It was done tastefully. If you once
1: could. you get off, like once you get over the initial shock, it's done really well and, <laughs> and and palatable. Say for a for a TV show, I will also say that now that I know they can do that good a job like that, I want to see Two Face. And I will
0: say it wasn't even the. The fact that her face was gone, that creeped me out. It was her line where she said, and now I look perfect. Right. I was like, oh, my God, that's so creepy.
1: I'm happy for her. She's now fine with how she looks. Maybe she won't be a villain anymore.
0: But I was not expecting Alice to steal her face. And I don't even know why I didn't think of it, because it's I mean, it's bloody freaking brilliant.
1: Well, I mean, it's also the theme of this episode, too.
0: (laughs) Like, I don't know why it shocked the hell out of me, but when I tell you, I screamed and I probably looked about as shocked as he did when she ripped the face off in the doctor's office.
1: I kind of saw it coming. I didn't know if we would actually see what her face looked like without the skin, though. Like, I figured we were going to get like a little kind of hint and it would go away. Like, maybe as she turns, you just see, like, one fraction of her face, or you just see, like, the cop's um, reaction. But no, right. you get the full-on face, cuts back to the, to the office. Alice takes off the face and is like, hey, it's me. How you doing?
0: <laughs> and he's like, I killed you. And she's like, well, you got the wrong girl
1: again. Right. You, you got the wrong girl. Um, she takes off his face. Yes. As that happens, back to Jacob, who's trying to call Sophie. And he's pretty much telling Sophie, like, all right, look, I need you to call me back. You know, I might not like your your relationship with that woman, but at least I can trust you.
0: Exactly. Because I think we have, you know, he's I thinking think we, have a we have a problem. There's going on. Yeah. That I need help. I need somebody i can trust
1: sophie's not answering because she's home waiting for her mom who is upset that she paid five dollars for a coffee
0: which i would be too yeah
1: because it doesn't like i pay like i don't even remember how much i pay for a large iced coffee but like this is this looks like a small cup of coffee
0: five dollars for a small is so not worth it
1: or a venti
0: yeah, I don't I don't frequent Starbucks, so I wouldn't know.
1: So um, she's like, I can't believe it's five bucks for a coffee and Sophie's like, You're gonna need something stronger. We and need I, to talk. Did,
0: I was not expecting this at all. Were you? Sure. Um
1: No, I didn't think we were gonna get it this fast. Although when I saw her mom come in and she's like, you're going to need something stronger. I'm like, oh, we're going to have this conversation now, are we? Yeah,
0: I knew where it was going when she said that, but before like before that, I did not see this coming.
1: So Sophie is like, you know, I'm sorry I lied to you the other day, but that's all I do now. You know, I always lie.
0: I do it so much I don't even realize I'm doing it.
1: And her mom's just like, what lie? She's like, look, mom, I didn't break up with Mr. Sophie because I fell out of love with him.
0: I was never in love with him to begin with. Right.
1: You we were right.
0: And I knew she was going to say it because I was I, I was actually saying it to myself as she was as the words were coming out of her mouth. And I was like, right. We called that.
1: And her mom's kind of confused. She was like, Well, when I was at Point Rock. I met somebody, and I fell in love, and for the first time, I was happy. I was happy,
0: and I want that again. I want to find that again.
1: Yep. And her mom's like, aw, sweetie, you do you.
0: Go find him.
1: Go find him. She's like, uh, it's not a him, mom. Uh, it was a her. And her mom just, like shocked and you know she goes you know Sophie goes through you know I kept it secret I wanted to be the version of me that the school and you and you and dad could be proud of but it's not who I am and it's so her mom's initial reaction is is understandable like her her, the first the first words out of her mom's mouth i get and i understand like yeah she's
0: shocked
1: well not even that she asked sophie she was like the lord didn't make it hard enough on you and i understand this like regardless if you're supportive or not i understand that perspective of you know unfortunately because of the because of the hellscape we live in you know sophie already has so many So many barriers, problems, just from the fact that she is a woman and a woman of color, that now you also are adding on a woman of color who is LGBTQ plus.
0: Right. And I like that Sophie said, I didn't choose this just like I didn't choose those other things.
1: Right. And like I said, like, like. I want every parent to be supportive of their child.
0: But I also, under, like, I also understand parent, the parent,
1: parent. I understand a parent being like, well, I'm sorry that this is another barrier you have to like. Right. That's
0: that. a perfectly understandable reaction. But then you
1: being supportive of them.
0: Right. But then so you're you supposed can, to further that with.
1: Right. I so you love get, you
0: and I will support you even though this is gonna be difficult for you. Sophie's right. mom didn't do that, and this is where we went left.
1: Exactly. Like I I think you can have the same attitude she initially speaks to and be supportive. Um, but then her then she's like I'm she was like, Well, I'm disappointed in you. Like I can't believe how disappointed yeah. I am. That's when she's, she's like,
0: like she's off like I am why am I finding out about this now? And then Sophie's like, because I didn't want you to look at me the way you're looking at me now. And then she's like, well, what do you expect disappointment to look like? And then she leaves.
1: Yeah, which is which is kind of tough. I was really like, I knew that's what was going to happen.
0: So but, not, but I wanted to be wrong.
1: But I will say, like, when you have her first thing about about um, the obstacles that she has, it's a practicality and Sophie's like look it doesn't matter this is what I this is what makes me happy okay why am i just hearing about this now is her next thing so it's it's always like it was that and then that so i was like really hoping like the next thing like well you could have told me at any time and i would have been fine with it but right. then the nope this is this is what disappointment looks like and i'm like oh you oh. Bruh, i hate you so much
0: i was like i was so mad i was so- So mad for Sophie. But then I was also so proud of Sophie in the same moment.
1: Right, because she finally stood up for herself, and now she really doesn't have a blockade.
0: Now, uh, here's an interesting question. Do you think she's going to try to pursue Batwoman, or do you think she's going to try to pursue Kate?
1: uh, I don't. I think she's going to try and pursue Batwoman. I think she's going to try and pursue Batwoman and she's going to be like look I've talked to my mother I want to know who you are like she's going to want she's going to want batwoman but she's also going to want to know who batwoman is and that'll be the difference in the relationship than what it was before yes <coughs> whether or not kate is going to be okay doing that is going to be the next thing which could yeah. be other complications like kate's like well you called my bluff um so Gotta now go. Well,
0: yeah, so it's going to be interesting interesting to see where this goes. I did not see Sophie coming out happening this season anywhere at all. I
1: think I I think I did or at the very least like
0: in the finale?
1: Uh maybe not the finale. If I didn't see it happening this year, I definitely saw like maybe her and Kate getting together as like the cliffhanger like where are they going to go from here? And that being what they have to kind of deal with in their personal relationship, like off the bat next season. We go over to Kate's bar where she's drinking in the daytime because that's what bat people do.
0: Yeah, also because I think her internal clock is just all kinds of messed up, so she's awake at all hours. So it's really, you know.
1: Mary comes in and Mary's like, Hey, how you doing? And Kate's like, Well, it's been a long day. And Mary's like, remember that time you showed up at my clinic after you came back, and I stitched you up. And and Kate's like, yeah. She's like, well, that's good because when you showed up, I didn't, you know, I wasn't worried that you were gonna tell mom and dad, or that you were gonna, or that you were gonna have me shut down or turn me in. Or be disappointed, or get mad. She was like, "I knew I didn't have to worry because you I wouldn't." trusted ju- you. Yep, I trusted you, and I hope one day you can trust me. Marry out.
0: I loved that scene because that was her subtle way of saying to me. I read that as, "I know."
1: Yep. And,
0: and when you're ready. For me, when you're ready to acknowledge the fact that I know when you're ready to tell me, yeah, when you're ready to tell me, we we can then discuss, you know, discuss everything.
1: Alice is with the doctor, Dr. August, and she wants to know where mouse is. And he's like, you know, I'll I'll tell you exactly where mouse is. We cut to Mouse, who's still kind of, who still has the de- gas mask on because he's tied up,
0: and, and he's de- choking on it.
1: He's is, is kind of choking on it. Uh, and the camera pans out, and we find out that the gas is fear toxin.
0: Is it fear toxin or tear gas? I couldn't see if it's toxin. a tear or fear.
1: Fear toxin, um, which is a nod to the scarecrow in the Batman universe. Uh, um, for those who don't read comics, he was the villain in Batman Begins, or he was one of the villains in Batman Begins. Uh, basically, he is a uh, psychologist who uh, studied fear, and he, like he always wants to know like what people's fears are, and he's he w- initially he was trying to find like a way to cure people of their fears. And he did more and more research into fear, and he developed a toxin that, when sprayed, would people would end up hallucinating their fear. Oh, wow. So we don't know what mouse is seeing, but that is where the fear toxin comes from. Now, I know Michelle, uh, way back when this season started, she had thought that this person was Dr. Crane um, because he kind of had a little bit of his the backstory was kind of a little bit resembled. Um, I think we I think he tools around with some fear stuff in the early in the early part of the season. Um, but it's uh, the scarecrow's real name is Doctor Crane. Um, so that is not who this person is I don't think I don't think they're going to give the scarecrow a new name so I'm assuming he just kind Did, of found the pure toxin or bought it off the black market
0: question what was the no. name of the doctor that the, that Alice kidnapped because wasn't he a psychologist
1: he was but it wasn't him
0: okay because that's where my mind just went
1: yeah but he's dead
0: okay wasn't sure
1: uh, and that takes care of the episode now i have no idea i have no idea um what the next episode looks like because i watched it on the cw streaming so they do not actually give you a thing of what comes next so i will be surprised
0: so will i i didn't see the trailer either we do have a new episode next week but i don't have no idea what it is
1: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so what were some of your favorite bits this week?
0: Hmm. I think Everything Mary was probably my favorite. And um, the conversation with Sophie and her mom, because I was just so proud of Sophie, because this is what I've always wanted for Sophie. That to just see her taking this step to live in her truth. I just... I didn't expect her to be that brave because she spent so much of this season being so scared of who she is that to just finally say screw it I am who I am this is me I was so proud of her
1: look out cause here I come <laughs> now
0: I'm gonna have that song stuck I, in
1: my head God damn
0: it! you're welcome
1: it's a good thing I love that movie uh, uh yeah, I really loved Sophie's story arc in this, and she definitely turns a corner. And like, like I said, we we've given Sophie a lot of gruff. So and, much. And I've always tried to make sure uh, the listeners know that most of the time we're doing it as far as like entertainment value and that it's a real issue that that people in that community deal with. So I was glad to see, like, she overcame that because I think it's a it's a great step in her becoming truly happy. Yes. Um, and then I I do like I do like Mary when she's trying to get when she's just trying to get dirt on people like she wants to know gossip. She wants to know what's going on.
0: Oh, yeah. So, that, I, that opening scene with, with Mary her. and Sophie was just it was perfect.
1: It was really good, and I felt uh, this episode was easily better than last week's.
0: Yes, uh, so much better. Now, granted, it's not that last week's was ties, not,
1: right. It ties in so much more with the overall story, and I will say last week was fine. Like I said, I didn't really dislike it, and it was the first time like we kind of had an episode that kind of pumped the brakes on the season a little bit. But it was. The next yeah, episode, we- right back to it. So it wasn't yeah that much of a lull.
0: No, it really wasn't. It was, it was, it was. Last week was Batwoman's version of filler.
1: Right, which, which is, is fine.
0: still better than other versions of filler.
1: Every season but- you have filler episodes. The matter is, there are times where like the Flash, it's like three or four episodes. Supergirl, it's like three or four episodes in a row, not just in a season, in a row.
0: Right. And, and this, this was
1: one and we're gone.
0: Right. And this is, I, I mean, this last week's in the Executioner would be the two that I would consider the weakest of the whole season. But this was such a, like, this to me this was.
1: Thing, the Executioner episode came back
0: in this. Yeah. And I'm. I, That was part of the reason why I love this episode so much is because this episode picked up a lot of the dropped threads that we kind of lost last week and even earlier in the season. Because we haven't touched on the Luke thing or Lucius Fox thing, I should say, since before Crisis, even. Yes.
1: Yeah, so so that was a year ago at this point.
0: uh, Yeah, so it was really kind of nice to just kind of logically... And seamlessly pick up the threads of stories that they dropped. It it didn't feel jarring. Like last week felt jarring because they dropped a thread they shouldn't. This week in picking up other threads that were dropped for valid reasons, timing and such. Right. It felt more seamless.
1: Right. No, I fully agree.
0: How would you rate the episode? Uh
1: seven seven and a half
0: yeah right there with you yeah seven and a half yeah
1: um yeah i thought easily this is easily sophie's best episode oh by a mile and she does she does some of the emotional heavy lifting in this episode i will say one of the things i thought about this episode more than i have in other episodes was the soundtrack and i really liked the music that That was kind of throughout the episode. I also like last week's, but.
0: Yeah, I Shazammed a couple times tonight.
1: This week's more. And it brought me back to, I really wish this was um, early, uh, late 90s, early 2000s CW with like Dawson's Creek and that where they would tell you like the music this week was by.
0: Yeah, but you know what? We have an app for that. We do? It's called Shazam
1: takes a lot of effort and by effort i mean downloading the app on my phone
0: it's yeah it's literally like you hear a song and you hit like once the app downloads and you open it like you play a song and you hit hit a button within the app and it will tell you then the name the artist and give you links to where to download it
1: just tell me cw you used (laughs) to be able to do it you used to be cool cw
0: Yes, but that was but that was before we could find the information ourselves.
1: But I'm lazy, and I miss Dawson's crew. <laughs> anyway, you can find us at BatwomanTVTalk at Twitter. You can find me also at Academy Rewind on Twitter. You can email us as you hear. We will happily. Happily read emails yes. on on the show. Um, you can email your stuff into BatwomanTVTalk at gmail dot com. Where can our lovely listeners find you?
0: I am at xo Tony Rony xo on Twitter.
1: Sounds good. Uh, we are part of the Thought Bubble Audio. Uh, Family, the podcasts out of the network include Beer with Geeks, Supergirl TV Talk, Academy Rewind, Read Up, Tolkien TV Talk, Hate Watch with Us, Loud Women. There will be a Superman and Lois podcast, I believe is going to still be called Metropolis, uh, hosted by Lauren. Lauren. And that is all for now that I can think of as far as our podcasts go. Um, you can also head over to Patreon slash Thought Bubble Audio. And if you are so kind as to donate some money, it'll help keep the lights on uh, because apparently we need electricity. That is what yes. I'm told. Uh, you can pledge as low as a dollar a month, I believe, or five dollars a month. It's there's a low amount, trust me. For less than the cup of coffee a day, you can adopt <laughs> me as a Patreon. Other than that, do you have anything else to add?
0: Nope, I think we pretty much covered everything.
1: All right. Sounds good. We will be seeing you next week, which is good because they are shining the bat signal in the air, so we gotta get out of here this week. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye, everybody.